Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's up with you, buddy? Man, I'm pissed, my guy. What's wrong, man? Man, let me tell you what happened yesterday. So, you know what I'm saying? Regular day at work, do my job, you know what I'm saying? Heading home. You know, I already told you about, like, you know, the traffic I got to deal with and shit. Right. So, I'm on my way home, you know what I'm saying? Regular day, traffic as usual. So then you know, I'm riding and then traffic start it picks up at the same spot every you know every day. Mm-hmm. So traffic starts to pick up. So you now, you know, instead of us going, you know, 20 to 30, now we we going, you know, we're hitting up 50, getting the 60s. Yeah. So then I noticed the car in front of me just they like they slam on brakes, but like they don't stop. They mm-hmm. just like slam on brakes. So I hit my brakes. Next thing I know, dude. I think that's what it was. It was really quick. Some load off of some driver must have dropped their shit from it had, they had to be it had to be there for a while because you know once I picked up my speed I didn't see anything that had this yeah. type of shit on the back of it. It looked like drywall but I'm not sure. Mm. My guy. So they go over it and it pops it up. So I hit the shit dead on it fucking slides up my windshield and flies out the top of my car. And it had to hit the car behind me, too. So oh, I'm man. like, fuck. I get home, man. My hood dented. Oh, all my man. all my shit scratched up in the front. Yeah. Man, broke my Florida State tag. Man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm That's like, true. man, you got to be fucking. I'm glad it ain't me. resulting in no damn accident, bro. Man, I'm telling you, that bro, shit could have been horrible. It could have been real bad, man. It could have yeah, been real man. bad if they would have reacted because, like, if mm-hmm. the other cars would have reacted to a, you know, a complete stop, because they were mm-hmm. just like, shit, there ain't nothing you could do. You're going to hit it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, fuck, man. So I get home and I look at it. I just shake my head walk in the house. I said, I ain't even going. Yeah, they ain't even nothing to trip on, bro, because that shit yeah, a lot worse, bro. Yeah, man. But, you know what I'm saying? But I'm all right, though, man. But how about That's you, man? Cool. Man, I'm living life, man. You know what I'm saying? My beard growing in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Feeling nice with about that. Um uh, shout out to E Carter. Yeah, shout out to E, man. Um, definitely been using the uh beard oil he gave me. Um, but yeah, outside of that, man, everything been good. You know what I'm saying? Been um doing some research on this cryptocurrency, you know what I'm saying, learning more about these NFTs, been um behind the scenes making some more of those. I got some more NFTs on the way. Uh, if y'all want to hit me up about NFTs, you know what I'm saying, just want whatever information I got or, you know what I'm saying, y'all might want to cop one from me, man, hit me up on uh, Twitter. But outside of that, man, everything been going great, bro. You know what I'm saying? Been been cool, man. That's what's up, man. Glad to hear that, man. Uh, You know, I, I look, I know this ain't that podcast, but I just want to mention it, man. I just mm-hmm. want to mention it, man. Hey, man, when I tell you. With the four three is gonna be college heavy <laughs> this week, man. Because, man, yo. So obviously you've been seeing some of the news. We ain't got to get into it, but I'm just, I just wanted to mention. Kind of, it's been all kind of shisty moves all around man. the thing. Let me tell you what's the worst of all of them. Uh oh, bum ass Michigan Wolverines got to win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this podcast is gonna be crazy, but it's gonna be crazy. Bro. We had ten great years of life. Ten solid great years of life, and now this whole year about to be trash. You hear me? It's gonna be straight trash. Hey, I feel you, man. Well, nothing going good when they win. Man, listen, my boys couldn't even get in the bowl, man. Like we mm-hmm. had Florida mm-hmm. on the road. How do you have a quarterback throw three interceptions in one half, mm-hmm. and y'all don't do shit with it, man? Oh, you I can tell you because the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> Cleveland Browns, Sunday <did> <laughs> <Sunday> night. <laughs> Just know that. <laughs> and they had one with four interceptions. Still couldn't beat them niggas, man. So trust hey, me, bro. I know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh yeah, we took a hiatus <laughs> last week, man, with that with the yeah, holiday and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, we definitely going to be back. So, you know, hopefully for all y'all football fans, be, be tuned in Wednesday, Thursday, whenever, yeah, whenever yeah. you whenever you get it. We got we got to talk about two weeks. We got two weeks, and we're gonna pack it into one episode, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. So, um, now I, I mentioned, you know, what I'm saying on the uh, Takers episode, and I, my apologies for everybody who, you know, what I'm saying heard the Takers episode late. It got uploaded late. I had some things happen with my son that I had to take care of, but it's out. You know, what I'm saying y'all can listen to it. Y'all can enjoy it. Um, now this is the is the thing, right? Okay. I told everybody on the Takers episode at the end that I've never seen this movie. Yep. Okay. I remember parts of this movie. I've never seen this movie all the way through, but I definitely remember parts of this movie. Let me tell you something about Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) That nigga should have played Dennis the Menace. Just know that. Okay, but he got Richie Rich though, so they had to. They had to nah, you know, they're trying else. to clean up that nigga image, bro. But the movie we talking about, y'all, we talking about the good son star. I, and I was about to say starring Richie Rich, star, <laughs> <laughs> starring Macaulay Culkin and um Eliza um Eliza Woods, Eliza Wood, Wood. yeah, Eliza Wood. Uh, what's the dad? What's uh Macaulay Culkin's dad's name? I'm I'm trying to bring up my IMDb. Uh, right his now. his dad is. Uh, Daniel uh, Hughes Kelly, but we all know uh, yeah. Eliza's dad played by uh, David Morse. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, David Morse. That's the one I'm talking about. That's what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this this really wasn't a... It wasn't a movie with a lot of, you know what I'm saying, people in it. It was basically focused on, you know what I'm saying, um, Macaulay Culkin's character and Eliza Wood's character. Um, but it's basically a movie about a young boy who loses his mom. Um, his dad has to go on a trip to take care of some business to basically, you know what I'm saying, be able to make sure that they'll be financially good um, for a while. And it's basically a family business, so he goes to live with, I guess, like his uncle or something. His right? uncle, yeah. That's his, his uncle? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? He goes to live with his uncle, um, and he lives with, you know what I'm saying, their family. He has, you know what I'm saying, a cousin. and Well, he had two cousins, brother and his sister and basically he the movie just chronicles the everyday antics of him and Macaulay Culkin um and we come to find out that Macaulay Culkin as a kid was basically an asshole in this movie yo listen Henry not only did he have issues this motherfucker was like literally Damon you know what I'm saying 666 you know what I mean this, and, and this and this is why I wanted to bring this up because well first of all let's mention the sister um of Henry is actually his real sister Connie is actually Quinn McCook no way yeah really That's yeah you can't tell look at them <laughs> they look exactly alike so That's um, crazy. yeah so but the wild thing about this like you know how we'll look at a performance and be like, yo, like, like that's them. Like, mm-hmm. as much as I love the Home Alone movies, now still, this still don't touch it, but the performance yeah, that he put on this, yo, I think this is real him. I ain't even that's gonna what, I'm, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is, I think this is the real Macaulay Culkin right here. Like, yeah. him being Henry, that shit was, it was like, it was so real, dude, and just the facial expressions, like like there was one scene where um, where uh, Mark was coming down, the, um, which was one of the most dangerous tree houses I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't even think that was supposed to be used, bro. That shit looked bro, old and decrepit in the mud. That shit was crazy. So Mark is sliding down, mm-hmm. and like after they had a conversation, and he looks at him. He's like, "Hey, don't fuck with me." And I mean, just no, the way that he looked no, when he said it. No, hey. no, no. When he, when he asked my man, he said, if I let you go, you think you'll fly? You fly? Hey. Sam, I'm hanging that, off the, a, a tree house. Pick me up. Hey, that right there would have told me, you know what? I'm chilling the house. You know what I'm saying? With man, Connie. Where's my daddy at? Forget all this. Where's my dad? Yo, <laughs> Bring that, that was, back. That was the first sign that, yo, these two weeks is about to be hell, my guy, because yeah. That yeah, that was like 
I think that that was the first moment where you start to realize because the movie starts kind of slow. It starts off with Mark Mom dying, you know, mm-hmm. so that was sad. Then, you know, so he's already in his feelings and his dad, which he he had. If, let's call it like this one big score. Like, yeah, you you could tell that he's been going away for business, but he's like, yo, if I do this this one last time, I won't have to leave you again. Exactly. So. But what I thought that that trip also did, which I didn't notice this as a young, like when I was young watching this, mm-hmm. but I mean, because this movie came out in 1993. So what I didn't notice was just think about the pressure that that put on Susan. Because think about it. Susan is still grieving the loss of her youngest child. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you bringing in her nephew who is grieving his mom. Right. When so he's at a time where because you could tell like like his uncle's his uncle, but he gravitated towards Susan like as soon as he got there. Cause I think mm-hmm. that at that time he was looking for another mom figure. And right. for her to be grieving a son, and then he's looking for a mother, like I felt like. I mean, I understand that that's your brother and your sister-in-law, but like, that was a lot of pressure to put on Susan too. With I, I don't think that he knew that she was grieving the way that she was grieving, but you know what I mean. I and and I'm not even sure if that's true, but I I don't really think it was pressure. I think if anything, she might have been. Um, it might have helped her. Cause you know what I'm saying now that you know so like you said with her grieving the loss of a child, it bring in an extra child. And even though we know that he can't replace, you know what I'm saying the, yeah. the lost kid, but you know what I'm saying that that's somebody else that she can take care of, that she can give that, you know what I'm saying that that love that she couldn't give to that child. You know what I'm saying she can get at the um, to Mark, and then especially with the situation that he just went through. I mean, you know what I'm saying like that's a connection that those two could have made. Um, and she seemed like she was doing pretty well, you know what I'm saying, when he got there. It, it didn't seem like she was really, like, going through too much. And I I, I think until um, the scene where Henry had brought up the room or whatever, and then, you know what I'm saying, like, they had the conversation at the dinner table about the room. I think not until then you didn't really realize, like, she really wasn't over it. Yeah, because, like, she would only go stand off that – well, not stand at, at the ledge and, like, yeah. just – look out at the water and uh, and I think that was just giving her her a long time to you know to think about the thing that she want to think about like just just to not have any inter- interruptions mm-hmm. and for the people who like like I said I don't know if our fans actually watched the movie after we talk about it or they just you know already seen it just looking for our perspective but I bring that up to say 1993 for these kids to be running around the way they was, like that's how it was back there. For the people that are younger, like, like this wasn't no situation of bad parenting. This just how parenting was back then. Like, dude, I used to leave the house as soon as the sun came up, and then come home till the sun came down, and I was these Mm -hmm. kids' age. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's what the times were like back then for them to just be running all around, and then like they had went out to dinner, you know, um, and like left them home by themselves. And, like, she's like, y'all can take care of yourself, right? You know, just look after Connie or whatnot. Like, like that's what the times were like in 93. So, right. I don't think that there was bad parenting. But the only thing that I would say about the parenting is you have to notice. Just, I, I know you don't want to think about your own child this way. But, like, you have to look at Henry and be like, yo, there's a little something there's a little something off there. You know not what I mean? Not necessarily. Only reason I say that is because he he knew how to play the game. Oh, he definitely you know, knew so how to play the game. Yeah, like around them, he didn't he didn't do nothing that would have them even be a tad bit suspicious. And then just like you said, I mean, when he out and about said they not around, they either at work or you know, sending the mom taking care of the house. So I mean, this nigga out there trying to shoot cats with a, a uh 
This dude, a bow and arrow nail gun, and I mean, like <laughs> doing all kind of, you know what I'm saying? He doing all kind of antics. He over there messing with dogs, and you know what I'm saying? He doing what a, a kid did in the 90s. I mean, well, not the arrow part, but you know what I'm saying? Just the stuff he was doing, man. He was just doing some some stuff that kids was doing in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Climbing trees. You know what I'm saying? Walking around, exploring. You know what I'm saying? Outside and stuff like that. So it didn't seem, I guess, the way it looked is it didn't seem to them like he was doing something out of the ordinary or something that they should have to, you know what I'm saying, like keep an eye on or pay attention to. Yeah, but I mean, like, I felt like the the way that he was, like, even interacting with Connie, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was it was always – now, I don't know if he was doing this because Mark was there, but, I like, he so. would do – yeah, because I, I, I think that – once another dude came around, he could actually do the things that he wanted to do. I think mm-hmm. Connie was kind of like a nuisance to him. But, yeah. I mean, we already know how he felt about Richard, which we'll get into that. But, like, when Mark – even when Mark came, it was just like, yo, I bought you this mask. Now we could be, you know, like brothers and all this type of shit. It's like – and it's a way that he stared at him with the mask. On. I was like, yo, this kid is weird. Like mm-hmm. there's like, there's a Michael Myers in there somewhere. Right. <laughs> like, something, right. something, like, something ain't right about this kid, man. I honestly felt like seeing this because like I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but like and we've been talking about this like every episode that we do that's older, because we've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff from the nineties. It's just like going back and watching it as a mature man to actually have kids around this age that, you know, that a Henry and Mark is. And like, you know, even the scene where, where he was hiding cigarettes in the well, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And it, <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark had them virgin lungs. My man didn't even choke. Like yeah. he was just, he was just ready for the smoke, literally. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, there was a lot of, I mean, look, I know Mark was his age, but like, what what, what was the scene for you? It might have been the one we already brought up, but what was the one where you was like, you know what? I don't think I really need to be kicking it with Hammer no more. Because the scene where he was like, yo, if, if I let you go, you think you could fly. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, it's still new. I just got here. Yeah. yeah. But like. You know, was it the situ- Was it the scene with the dog where he was sitting there barking at the dog? Like, nah, nah, it was the scene where they tried to kill the. Where he tried to kill the cat, and he luckily he missed that motherfucker because if not, nigga, that cat would have been nailed to the tree. But <laughs> it was the scene with the cat. Like, first off, where did you get this weapon from? He said he made it. It exactly. How the hell did you learn how to make that? <laughs> and it wasn't shooting arrows. That shit was shooting nails. Like you see how big that nail was. Yeah, there was bolts, man. That's what I'm saying. And it and how hard it hit the tree. Like, dude. Okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? You the only boy. You get to go out and kick it, and you know your people live a nice life. But let's be honest, bro. Like who who and 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 why? Who first off? Who is this kid around? And why the hell are they letting him out by himself doing these type of things? Like this is one of those things to where even though you know what I'm saying, like you said in the '90s, bro, it was commonplace for kids to be outside doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying, climbing trees and messing with dogs, and you know what I'm saying, hiking around and walking around places. Because you know what I'm saying, you ain't have to worry about all the you know what I'm saying. Well, you did have to worry about perverse then, but they just wasn't too the extreme that they are now, right? Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> like, dude was just a real live, like, you talk about a menace to society, that nigga was a menace <laughs> yeah, to That was the real menace to society right there. Like, he was nigga, up to school later. Oh, my God, yes. He was a he was a future school shooter. Like, hands down, that's the best way to describe it, bro, because it was like, <laughs> First off, the the cigarette thing, like when I seen that, I was just like, okay, this nigga is a, this nigga is a savage, bro. Like he walking around <laughs> with the little fingerless gloves. He, you know, what I'm saying he showing my boy the ropes, and he just pop out with a with a bogey. I'm like, okay, like yeah. where did he where did he get that? I mean, he was like you said, he was puffing it like it wasn't nothing. So it was just like you know, what I'm saying it was weird. But that scene where they tried to where he tried to kill that cat, man, 
that right there just lets you know everything. And then even the one where he was aiming at the dog, he was just sitting there following it like, yeah, targeting. I'm like, yo, this little is crazy. Yes. And the scene that really got me, and like once we get to really talking about Richard, like then you would get what we talk about right now. Mm-hmm. When so when they were smoking, and he was like, "Did you see your mom when she died?" He was like, "He he said yeah, but he said did you? He said did you get to see her like later?" And he was like, "No, I didn't get to see her." He was like, "Well." Did you get to touch her skin and all this little stuff like this? And it was like, why is he asking these questions like this? So mm-hmm. then he's like, when Richard died, his skin turned blue, you know? And he was like, you know, we, he said, you know, if you touch your mom, you know, you can see if she's warm, see if she's cold, all this type of shit. He was like, oh, this is for scientific research. It's like, why are you asking this dude questions about, you know, did he see his mom after she was after she was dead and did he touch her and like Fuck that. how and, deep is this nigga in the science that he knows about scientific research about dude, dead bodies? What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. And see that right there, that right there got me because it's what? like it did. And then he brings up Richard and how Richard was blue. And it's like, okay, how the fuck you know Richard was blue? You know what right. I mean? Like, so then like that's when I started to be like, you know what? This this just a little too deep for me. Now he tried. Mm-hmm. To get to a point where he was like, yo, I'm just going to stay in the house and chill with Connie. But then he started throwing these little hints about, oh, wait, you, you think I would hurt my own sister? Like, mm-hmm. you think I would hurt my family? You know, so he started putting out all this little stuff. But it wasn't until after we get – this is my first thing. This is what kills me. He says, yo, I got something to show you. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's like, what is this? Mr. Highway. Oh man, <laughs> that right there should tell you why. Why is you naming a a dog, Mister Highway? This nigga was way too creative to be on his own. I just want to just get that out there. <laughs> hey, we he never seen be, him watching the TV. He could have been doing something way more constructive than creating the shit that he was creating. This nigga created Mister Highway. He created the goddamn Mad Max bow and arrow. This nigga, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga created a, um a American Gladiator uh, treehouse. Like this nigga was way too creative, bro, to be doing some of the shit he was doing. Yeah, this this kid was mad. I'm telling you, man. That instead of his name being Henry, man, his name should have been Damon, right? Yeah, the you know what I'm saying because he's the old man. I'm telling you. Yeah. So he's like, "Yo, I need you to help me." So. I don't know what he thought he was going to do. I get mm-hmm. Mark's a kid. I get he ain't really into this type of shit. But you had to know it was something sketchy about this thing called Mr. Highway. And then he walks you to a bridge and you have him put it on the corner of a bridge. So then he he throws it off, causes a mad pile up. Man. So then they hide. And, and, and I got a shout out to somebody right here. So I got a shout out to, you know what I'm saying, my guy Kid Cuddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He has a song. Uh it's an intro on the Insidious album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh what was it? The uh the was it the re the reerection of uh, Scott Muscuddy. At the very end of the song, he says what he says to him down in that tunnel. He mm-hmm. says, when you free. You could fly. He said something about I forgot how he said it. I had it now and I lost it. But it was like uh, when you feel, when you when you realize you can do anything you want, you realize you're free and you can fly. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he said to him on that tunnel. Uh, he used Kid Cudi used that sample and mm-hmm. put it in that song. So um, got a shout out to him for that. But I'm telling, dude, he he was. <laughs> We named this dude everything, dude. He is literally this. He 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 is man. He is this. This kid is listen. This kid is is Damon, Dennis the Menace, mm-hmm. old dog. Mm-hmm. Got Bishop from Juice. Bishop. He man, <laughs> But this is the thing. The way he played it, though, man. that's the part that kills me the most. Was just how good he was at yeah. playing this role. And I mean, at this time, he had to be what? 
like 12? No, 13, 14? Yeah. I don't know. Like, to be that good, that young, like, this dude was really a prodigy at that age. Like, he was, I see how, okay, don't take this the wrong way, but I can see how him and Michael Jackson was friends. Okay? Yeah, but he was a grown-ass man. <laughs> No, no, seriously. If you man go back and watch Home Alone, and then go back and watch this shit, that's not no goddamn kid, bro. I'm telling this you, this nigga Macaulay Culkin might be on some Andy Milanaki shit. See, I was gonna say now that is a great point that you said, but I was gonna say just the fact of just being so talented, so young. Yeah, I can see how they can relate to each other. Yeah, because this is another thing. This is what a lot of people don't realize about Michael Jackson. See. Everybody always talk about how, you know, he lost his childhood, how mm-hmm. his brothers was, like, forcing him to have sex and, you know, all this little shit. So so you can see how he could grow up to be a little twisted. But yeah. what people don't realize is listen to these songs that he was singing, my guy. Mm-hmm. These was grown-up songs. This kid is singing about shit. He probably didn't even know what the fuck it was. So yeah. he really... He's singing grown folk music as a kid. Macaulay Culkin is playing grown folks really as a damn kid. Especially like, in this in this one, this was some shit that like a, a nigga in high school was supposed to be playing. Exactly. For real. He's real. Doing- like this nigga was a real live Chucky dog. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is, yeah, bro. Like, for real, for real. I'm telling you, and then like I felt I felt for his sister too because like even little shit like like she would come into the like she came she walked into the room one time my guy and she was like he said what are you doing walking to my room and he grabbed her ears and jacked yeah. her up by her ears and it's like just for walking into the room and it's like well I, okay 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 as a as a dude with a younger sister I can understand <laughs> that's relatable you know what I'm saying because little sisters be nosy as hell so I could I can understand that part. So that ain't that wasn't nothing out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? You don't want nobody in your room like that when you, you know what I'm hey. saying, you that age. So I get it. With, and then and then the, 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 that nigga ain't no telling what he had in that room. Man, you ain't kidding. I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised this dude didn't have a damn. He might have. This is the thing, though. When they went into the shed, my guy, mm-hmm. the dude had a dog hanging from a noose. Fam, this nigga was three steps away from finding a rifle. <laughs> he was three steps away from finding the hunting rifle, bro. I'm telling you. Because you know his pops had one. Because I don't know where they, they had went. Two. Wherever mean, they lived at, it was it was it was too much of a wooded area. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It snowed. So he had he had to have some type of hunting rifle out there. He de- he definitely had one. Yeah. I don't know what he did because he they really didn't show him much, but they show they showed him at a computer one time. Mm-hmm. But like they didn't really say what he did, but like he was never there, dude. Like right. you really only saw Susan. Yeah. <laughs> you never really saw his pops. And even when he did, like you said, this dude was like one of the best manipulators that there was. Because mm-hmm. like when they had uh when he told he this was after the pile up thing was on the news. And mm-hmm. so he is standing outside of his uh of Henry's dad's office. And he was like, Well, go ahead, tell him. And then he's like, Dad, Mark got something to tell you. And he's like, he's like takes out running. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with Mark. Let yeah. me go check on him. And then just like just the way that he would just like sell Mark out, even even the situation about the room. He mm-hmm. said nothing about going into that room. The, he, we, knew, he he probably didn't even know that room existed. Dude, well, he knew it existed because he's seen his mom in there. But yeah. like, I think that 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 shows just how bad Henry is. Henry knew if I say this, I can make my mom cry. That was all that was about. Literally, was really fucking with his mom. Threw his little sister on thin ice. <laughs> Literally, no pun intended. I want to talk about how good of a skater this motherfucker is. Fuck that nigga skates. <laughs> Hey, but he looked like a hockey player out there. He did. But this nigga threw his little sister on thin ice, bro. Like, and I ain't talking about like 
oh, I let my hand go. No, like yanked her shit. Like, ah, yeah. get over there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bro, this nigga was sick. Man, he was he was beyond sick, man. Oh my god. This goodness. kid, he needed to go. Because this type of behavior right here, now we got too many of these motherfuckers alive, still alive out here, not mm-hmm. like that today. There, there's a lot of Henry's out there. Henry like, would have been on YouTube showing niggas how to make bombs. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. Hey, he would have been making those uh those nail bombs. Yeah. That you put in the in the jar. He would have been teaching motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah he would teaching motherfuckers how to do that shit. Yo, yo, this kid was, was definitely like like it, it, it's amazing to go back and watch this shit now. Mm-hmm. As it being as old as it is, because I, look, I know, I know, I keep bringing it up. I know he's talented. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I know mm-hmm. he's talented, but like, God damn, why? It's like he ain't even this good now. But I know he's been through some shit in life and stuff. Because yeah. he was in, um, <laughs> he's in um, the new season of uh, American Horror Story. Oh, okay. And this is, the, I mean, and that's the first time I've seen him in years. Mm-hmm. But. It's crazy because they got him playing. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing a drug addict. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up. Because <laughs> he looked like one. Yeah, no, for real, he do, though. He looks sick as hell. Hey, it's crazy. It's so crazy. But um, I ain't mean to laugh at that. That's disrespectful. Um, but it don't even... Because it seemed like... I'm trying to think of another, like... Even even your dude from uh uh what's his name? I think his name Brandon. Even your dude from um from Soul Food, um the little kid from Soul Food. He was uh he was uh oh man, we just did Minutes to Society. Kid came out with the red with the red uh, suit on. Went out. He was trying to get Parnell to give him the alcohol. Yeah, I don't know that nigga name. But he but, was in all the uh, TV shows. Exactly. I think he was like Moesha's little brother or some shit at one point in time. Yeah. And like the point I'm making is he was so talented as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then like you don't really see this. I ain't really see him act as an adult. Like I've only well, seen him act as a kid. I think that I think that with that, right? Like for those child stars who didn't grow up in like a Nickelodeon or Disney Channel type way, it's a little bit more difficult because initially, they only real reason for even getting hired was because they was kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at Orlando Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he was on the Disney Channel, but he wasn't a star. Mm-hmm. But remember, he was in, like, the Jamie Foxx show. and You know what I'm saying? Like, he was getting roles, but, and then he was in Major Pain. But, like, the as he grew older, that shit just wasn't flying towards him. Same thing with Raven Simone. When she got older, she, she was on Disney Channel, so she was like, what, 30-something? Yeah. She started off on the Cosby show. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that just lets you know, like, with these kids, man, like, if you can't find a lane for them to be in, and then if they can't hone that craft and then change that lane as they get older, like, perfect example would be making Good. You know what I'm saying? She was she had a, a cameo on Friday. And then when she was, you know, since she was a little kid in that movie, and then next thing uh, you know, she was in, yeah, he's by you. She was in Cousin Skeeter show, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, she's uh, Tyrese Love interest in Waist Deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, like, boom, it just start, you know what I'm saying? As you can see, it just start booming from there. So it's just like, um, I, I feel like it, it as long as they – get those certain roles. I think for, for the women, it's a lot easier that come from them. Like Miley Cyrus, you know what I'm saying? She's been acting. Um, Lindsay Lohan, uh, Amanda Bynes, like all them, they ended up transitioning into doing their own movies and really being stars to whereas like the dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like don't nobody remember Drake or Josh from Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. Niggas probably don't even know what that show is. You know what I'm saying? So that just lets you know like they didn't get the same amount of play like you know what I'm saying? The other ones did. Or shit, some might even get lucky like Ariana Grande. You know what I'm saying? She was on the TV show on Nickelodeon and she turned into a goddamn platinum artist. So, you know what I'm saying? Some of them some of them get that shine and some of them don't. I think it's a lot easier for women. As far as Macaulay Culkin goes, I think that 
him being a part of that scandal of the Michael Jackson thing, you know what I'm saying, and him being a part of that whole fiasco, I think that kind of messed with him. So that kind of took a, a little bit away from his glitz and glamour. And then, like, the older he got, it really wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, he was a like a, a heartthrob of a dude. So he really wasn't going to get that, you know, like the lover boy role. And then he really wasn't like a funny dude either. So he wasn't going to be in no comedy roles. He wasn't an action star. So, I mean, it really wasn't too much, you know what I'm saying, to kind of put him in toward the late 90s or anything like that. So, I mean, I, I could see why he, you know what I'm saying, didn't really get too much work. I I I see what you're saying, but, like, you want to know another person who – had a if you look at it, really had a good career and they never really stopped. Yeah, his co-host, Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood never, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, it, we are you know, most people know him for the Lord of the Rings or whatnot, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I know him most from the faculty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like his career never really, you know, took a slide. So it's like I think with Macaulay Cook is is that it's also, you know, getting caught up in the drugs. And then I don't think Elijah Woods got as popular as early as Macaulay Cook did. But mm. then the whole family factory that they even got over there, because, dude, like I was uh, looking at the credits when the credits was going. And it's like his whole family was like kind of like involved in this movie. Right. So and and I think that the parents, I think the reason that the parents' name had to be mentioned is for the simple fact of, you know, they had two young kids in this movie, so they had to be a part of it for the simple fact of. I think that the like parents are around, you know, backstage and all this type of shit like that when when you actually put kids in movies and. And all this type of shit like that. But I mean, dude, even I mean, you look at Elijah Woods, man, like it's it's crazy, dude. Like this dude, you know what I'm saying? He was on well, it was only one episode of Frazier. But mm-hmm. like he was in Flipper, you know what I'm saying? Homicide. Uh, I'm just naming shit I see. Deep impact, obviously mm-hmm. the faculty. Um you know, then the Lord of the Rings started in 2001, and we yeah, all know what Lord of the Rings did. Yeah, so that shot him sky high. Yeah, man. Like, so, and then did another one in 2002. So, look, he was in the Spy Kids 3. So, Elijah's career took off. Dude, he has 397 titles, my guy. So, even though this movie was really only based on two kids, like, it it did what it was supposed to do. We really didn't need anybody else in there. So now, man, we got to get to the shit. Okay. So Henry is throwing all of this shit I hear about, you know, fucking with Mark about. There was one scene where he's like, what you doing coming out here for a late night snack? He was like, he was like, yeah, he said, well, you know, be careful while you're eating or something like that. He was like, what, you think me? I would poison my own family. So now Mark yeah. is throwing all the food in the garbage disposal, saying that the Henry's trying to poison everybody. They already had, had the, um, what you call that game, the hide-and-seek game, mm-hmm. when they had, uh, what's her name, Connie, uh, hiding because he thought that he was going to try to kill Connie. This, this was goddamn power off to the house. Yeah, dude, and got the timing right. Soon as the pants pulled off, boom, hit the power on the house. That's another, That's another thing. thing. They was leaving the niggas at the <laughs> house. <laughs> niggas at the house by themselves, bro. They wasn't that. Old. They wasn't old enough, brother. Them white kids were not old enough. In the hood, that'd be different. In the hood, you get left about at the house. You know what I'm saying? At eight, because you know if you did anything wrong when, when your mama got home, you're gonna get a whooping because you couldn't get nothing past your mama in the hood. But in in white suburban America, nah, fam. You can't leave white kids at the house like that, buddy. So that's why Lil Henry was building. I mean, that's why Lil, yeah, Lil Henry was building all that shit. Yeah, man. So, like, they played the hide-and-seek game. So, basically, the timing was they played the hide-and-seek game after they went out to eat. He didn't mm-hmm. do nothing to Connie that night. But the ne- very next morning, that's when he threw into the ice. 
So you got the ice situation. Mm-hmm. So then you got another situation where he went into Connie's hospital room. Didn't even know mom was in there in the dark. He grabbed the pillow with one hand. And like we know as an audience what he about to do with that pillow. Yeah. But mom's still, she ain't thinking. You don't want to think about that about your child. You don't want to see one of your kids laying in the, in the hospital bed your other kid grab a pillow. Your first thought ain't going to be, oh, you, you trying to smother them? You yeah. know what I mean? So I can see how she didn't catch it, but like with us watching it and we seen all she the She blew shit, it though. That's all it was. She blew it. She just shut up just a little bit longer. She just seen yeah. that nigga in action. Exactly. But I, but I just think it, it wasn't a time for it yet. Right. So, so then you have the whole scene about he says something about the food. Well, you have uh him throw the uh Mr. Highway down. Mm-hmm. So then then another thing that fucked him up. He talked to his dad and he tried to tell his dad about yo, Henry's basically nuts. This nigga done this, say, done go that. get Alice. So <laughs> for people don't know Alice is the therapist. Shit. Yeah, she wasn't doing shit. That's the worst therapist in the world, bro. I see why niggas didn't do therapy in the nineties because if there was anything like Alice, <laughs> they was trash. Man, she was super trash, man. Because she crazy. she's been talking to this kid for a couple of for at least about a week week mm-hmm. and a half. Henry coming there one goddamn time, and she goes completely to Henry's side. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, well, he's grieving his mom. He's acting weird because of this, no, 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 all this type shit. And it's like, Henry, it's like, who, who is this kid? How do he know to go to the damn therapist? How the hell did you let him into the therapy session? That's not how therapy works. <laughs> you can't it's just like, walk into a therapy session. Dude, I'm sitting here thinking like, how did he know? Because his whole thing was to get everybody's mind corrupted to think that, mm-hmm. oh, well, this was Mark the whole time. This was mm-hmm. Mark doing the whole time. Even though Mark wasn't at the uh, – I mean, he ended up running down there. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't at the uh, – Skating Yeah, the skating ring and whatnot. So now moms finally start thinking, you know what? Let me go out here to the shed. So she go out to the shed, and what kills me is how she sees the door hanging from a noose, and she just moves it to the side. <laughs> Fucking kidding me? They used to that out there. They hang niggas all the time. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't out of, <laughs> that wasn't out of context for her. She was like, hmm, move, nigga. Hey, I'm sitting here like, you don't think that's a slight bit odd that your kid got a dog hanging from a noose, but okay. So she's looking around, sees this mask, move the mask, rubber duck falls. So Henry comes in and he's acting like mom's ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? He's still doing what he's doing. She's talking, he's still messing around, doing this. He ain't even really paying mom's any attention. So then, yeah. So then she's like, yo. Uh, I found I found a Richard's duck. He's like, it was my duck first. That right there told me you don't you don't you don't think this is weird here. You've been looking for this duck because you knew the duck was in the tub with Richard. Exactly. And then it's missing. And then you find he got it. And his first reaction to the duck is it was my duck first. That right there told me you know what. I'm taking your ass to this police station. <laughs> you my child. You get your ass whooped. Who are you talking to, sir? Like I'm like, no, you no, you doing the time for this crime. Oh, you know, and you still gonna get your ass whooped. <laughs> who are you talking to, sir? I'm your yeah. mom. You don't talk to your mom like that. And then he went and snatched that motherfucker from her. Ass whooping deluxe. Yo. So then I'm sitting here thinking. So, all right, so let me slow down. At this point of the movie, like, what are you thinking? Like, because they don't really, they give you one little hint when they was, when they was smoking, and he was mm-hmm. like, yo, Richard was blue. 
mm-hmm. when when he died. They give you a little hint, but like now you know at this point, you know what this little kid killed his little brother. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought he was gonna kill the parents next. Well, I, I legit was... thought he was gonna get just pow pow and and get up out of there. Oh, Susan! Susan was almost gone. Susan, he was really, he was definitely killing her. That's what I'm he saying. Was killing moms. And then he tried to blame it on Mark because Mark said that before his mom died, that she was going to always be with him, you know, mm-hmm. and a different person, all this type of shit. So Mark had a moment with Susan on the, on the step because he thought that he saw his mom walking, come to find out it was Susan. And then, you know what I'm saying, she, you know, give him a hug on her step and he's crying and all this type of shit. And that yeah. right there, is not, at the end of the day, Henry was a kid who, for number one, he craved attention. Mm-hmm. For number one. And he just, this dude craved attention so much to the fact that he killed his little baby brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No remorse. He didn't feel no way about it. He didn't care. Like he was just like, yo, that gives me my spot. Mm-hmm. And I think when it came to Connie, I just think that Connie was if Connie was a boy, Connie was oh, yeah, he'd have been gone. He'd have been gone. Yeah. So dude, and then they <laughs> yo, Unc's locked dude in the room, I got. <laughs> like but no, what was crazy though, tell me in what house, now maybe in a black household, so let me change that. Let me let me change that, my bad. Because I was gonna say, if you bust in a room and you see your son or your nephew have a knife, well not a knife, but uh but scissors to an other child's neck. Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna put him in another room and be like, "Yo, we'll talk about this in the morning"? No, nah, he got put the he got put the scissors up and they got to fight. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> nah, ain't no, ain't no weapons. If y'all gonna fight, fight, but ain't no weapons. Yo, I'm sitting here looking at it like this. Is it like. I don't think that there's no other repercussions that need to go on here. Yeah, I like think, I feel like I feel like, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, man, and I hate that his name is Mark. You know what I'm saying? I wish they gave him <laughs> another name. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Mark wasn't no match for my man Henry. Remember when they was pulling each other's hair and, and Connie went downstairs to go tell on them niggas? This yeah. nigga uh Henry was a freak. He was getting his hair pulled the whole time. He wasn't even phased. Man, I don't even think Henry could even feel pain, my guy. That nigga, Henry, Henry was he was the devil. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, he was Red six six six. But uh, so then, so let we gonna get to it. So Connie, like he uh, not Connie. So Henry sees Susan pull up. So he's like, mm-hmm. Mom, can we take a walk like we used to? So that and when he then he said like when I was a kid like he ain't a kid still yeah so they're walking so she's like will you tell me what happened to Richard and so she's like did you kill Richard like it's a question <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen to me people this nigga's a kid. A kid, yo, child, and you just say, "Yo, did you kill Richard?" No, that's where that's where this whole movie that's where this whole movie kind of loses you because you forget, and because of the way that they create his character, like you forget this nigga's a kid. Yeah, he acts like he's not a kid. Exactly the shit that he's doing, bro. You you genuinely forget that he like until he comes into the scene with Mark or he comes into a scene with Connie or his parents, like you forget that this nigga is a fucking child, bro. And not only not only did she say, Did you kill Richard? <laughs> his response, what if I did? Yeah, like the fuck? You gotta bury that nigga in snow. <laughs> like you done like so then he takes off running to her spot where she always was staying off of that ledge 
And so then she looks and around, she don't see him. So Henry comes up behind her and says, Mom, did you really think I jumped? <laughs> you don't know me that way. <laughs> right. And then this dude, literally, no hesitation, pushed his mom off the ledge. So then she she uh she breaks her fall with the rocks and the trees that was hanging from the ledge and shit. Mm-hmm. So then you thinking, all right, nah. Henry, like, you ain't down there yet. So let me get this big ass rock and I'm gonna drop this rock on your damn head. Yeah. And so then Mark come out, they get to the scrapping, she climbs her way up, and then you have you have this this scene has to happen. Has to happen. So they go to rolling off. She catch one with the left hand, one with the yep. right hand. So she's holding her nephew and her son. Her nephew starts to slip. And she looks at Henry, says, Henry, she let her own son go and save the nephew, as she should. Henry tried to kill your motherfucking ass. I swear to God, if she would have saved Henry. If you'd have tried to push me off a cliff, I'd never tried to save you. She, yeah, because, I mean, she was trying to save both of them. She was trying. Yeah, or or what it at least looked like she did. But then it, but, it, it clicked in her head real quick, like this little motherfucker did just push me off. Not only did he push me off, he killed my youngest son. Facts. Like, you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta get you know what I'm saying? Because now I have to worry about just just imagine. You gotta keep worrying about your own safety, your mm-hmm. husband's safety, and your other daughter. Mm-hmm. And then anybody else that's even around this damn neighborhood. Like, nah, you, you gotta go, Henry. I'm, and I'm telling you, if she would have saved Henry, this movie would have been trash. Let me tell you something. This nigga had to go regardless because this nigga was destroying utilities, bro. This nigga was cutting off lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Messing with water. Like, this nigga was doing it all, man. That that guy, them light bill got to be sky high from him just playing, just playing with that breaker. I know he'd be at home playing with that breaker. And then it's like, how do you even know where the breaker at? Like, That's what I'm saying, bro. How can that you house, that was a four-story house, my guy. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Crazy, crazy, man. Look, if y'all never seen this movie, like you said, and like you said it perfectly, like you forget that he's mm-hmm. a kid. You really do. Because he does. And everything that he's doing, it seems yeah. as if, you know what I'm saying, like he's a, a, a teenager or like a young adult or something. But now the nigga's a fucking elementary school kid. Mm, it might have been sixth grade. Okay, that's cool. Still, that's still, still young as hell to commit yeah. murder. Yeah, and have no remorse for it. Mm. Now I'm saying, killing dogs, kill his brother, Cats, try to kill his sister, <laughs> and then his do his face of disappointment when he missed the cat. Ah, uh, yeah, he 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 knew he was off. So you ready to do um, fire flames, man? Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Okay, man. So um, fire flame, for those who don't know, is basically our rating system for each review that we do, whether it be a movie or television show. It ranges from one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. Since this uh, was the movie, man, that, you know what I'm saying, that you picked out, bro, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's your honors going first, brother. All right. Uh, like we said before, the cast didn't even really have to be that good because it was really focused in really only on three people, to be honest with you. It was really on uh, Henry, Mark, and Susan. Uh, and I got to give a shout out to uh, Susan because she did do, you know, some good job, Wendy, uh, Cruising. Um, but for this to be a movie to come out in 93 and like for it to catch my eye, like it, it seemed like like this wasn't the one movie that was like when you think of Macaulay Culkin, you think of the the Home Alones, you think of the Richie Rich, you think of My Girl. A lot of people don't talk about the Good Son, and the Good Son kind of slid on the radio. I don't know if it was because he was this evil child, but this was one of my favorite movies of his. Um, Elijah Woods did a great job. I, I, I'm I'm honestly, man, I'm I'm gonna give it a four, man. I felt that the storyline was good. It was it gave you that ninety shit, you know, kid going into a 
a factory and busting out the glass. I remember mm. throwing rock like my uh we had a, a neighbor at my dad's original house and like uh the, the person had died and they had like a uh they had like a one of those garage things but they had like a room at the upstairs of it. Mm. And man, we used to throw rocks and bust out the glass in that thing, man. It reminded me of those times. Yeah. Just like it gave you that 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 shit that you used to do in the nineties that was like you look at it now, it's like, damn, that was dumb as fuck. We sitting here throwing rocks at the window. But yeah, it was fun as fuck back then. And mm-hmm. it gives you that that nineties vibe of like what shit was like, you know, running around the neighborhood. Like we used to have this one tree, we used to call it the spaceship. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like it gives you all of that stuff, man. And and honestly, man, I, I think it's a really, really good movie. It, it felt like it slept on. A lot of people don't know about it, but I'm gonna give it a four, man. Hey man, we on the same pain, uh, uh, same pain, same plane, man. I was gonna say the same thing. Um, definitely a four. Uh, like you said earlier, you know what I'm saying. The cast really ain't too bad. Um, you really didn't need, you know what I'm saying. Really too many major names. I think Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin did a great job in this movie. Um, yeah, it, it definitely has that nostalgia. It, it brings back that '90s nostalgia. You know what I'm saying. I remember. You know, you talking about throwing rocks at buildings. We used to go into the abandoned buildings. You know what I'm saying? We used to make clubhouses in them. So, yeah, I I, I know exactly how that feels. I remember going into the apartments. You know, so we used to break into the apartments that wasn't um <laughs> that wasn't occupied, and we used to have clubhouses in them. So, I know exactly what you mean when you say you know what I'm saying just being around, being able to just move around in the '90s and just do certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's not that's not something that you could do now as a kid uh, with everything that's going on. Um, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Going back to him, uh, Macaulay Culkin's acting, that was amazing. I think he did a great job in this movie, honestly. Um, he really stole the show. He really made this movie a, a thriller, you know what I'm saying, a real suspense thriller, because you didn't know what he was going to do next. And after, you know what I'm saying, after the build-up, because they did a great job building up to mm-hmm. worse and worse events. Um, but after the build-up, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't surprised when he started attacking Mom Dukes. I wasn't surprised if he would end up killing his dad. So, like, in this movie, I think that, you know what I'm saying, it was, like, the horror version of what Home Alone could have been, just now yeah. Christmas, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah, I'm definitely giving it a four. They did a great job on this one. Yes, sir. I ain't mad at it, man. So, um, coming soon, man. All right. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. So, um, man, listen. Next episode, man, we're going to have something very, very dope for y'all. Um it is going to basically be um, Christmas with Viewers Anonymous. You know what I'm saying? We did, you know what I'm saying, the, the horror fest. No, what, what, what did we call it? Fright, oh, the fright, we fest. It fright Fest. Yeah, we did the Fright Fest in, um, in October. So I don't know what we're going to call this one. We could come up with something later. Um, but, yeah, we're going to do nothing but Christmas movies, holiday movies. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do something nice, man. Um I think this is something that we could look forward to in the future. You know what I mean? This this whole themed, you know what I'm saying, month or whatever. I think that'd be dope. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get into the Christmas spirit, man. Uh all of December, there's gonna be nothing but Christmas movies and the the twist on it, because you know what I'm saying, you know we love a good twist on this show. <laughs> we love we love a good surprise. The twist is the movies that we think are Christmas movies. So this is going to be a great time for you guys to interact with us. Um, y'all can hit us up and let us know, you know what I'm saying, whether you think it's a Christmas movie or not. You know what I'm saying? That would be a great debate to have uh, with the audience. Um, but coming up next um, is – did we we didn't we just put out the movie, we, right? Yeah, we, we haven't necessarily decided, like, what we're going to do next. I mean, it don't matter because we're going to do all of them anyway. Right, right. Um, but yeah, we got we got these Christmas movies coming at y'all, man. Even yeah. though I'm not a, I, I am I am a Grinch, like I don't even really fuck with Christmas like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't, man. I re- I really don't. But I mean, but see, being a FedEx driver for 13 years, you know what I'm saying? That's part of it. You know what I'm saying? That's part. Of, it's a huge part of it. But then there's some other things too that uh that puts me in this mood. But 
the stuff that we got lined up for y'all is is definitely gonna be fun. We got a lot of funny bangers coming at y'all. And then, cause I saw a list today of uh, I can't remember who put it out, but they put out their top ten Christmas movies, and only like two of mine was in that joint. So it's mm-hmm. like it's it's really we're coming at y'all from a different perspective. You know I'm saying that's what's great about the Views Anonymous is that it's it's really all over the place. Like this podcast has turned into what the 28 minutes less is. It is sporadic as hell. You mm. don't know what the fuck you're gonna get and when you're gonna get it. Like all you know is we about to do a whole bunch of Christmas movie. You think you know what we're gonna do, but I think it's some on there that's gonna be like, oh shit, that one threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Um this next episode, just keep an eye out, keep an ear out. Uh, it'll definitely be a surprise, and then we'll have um, the upcoming schedule from there on out. But I'm actually excited to do this, man, only because we're gonna be doing one of my favorite Christmas movies. I'm I'm really not one of those people that's really into Christmas anymore either, only because now I have to buy gifts instead of receive them. Oh so man, that's, that's the, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I no, didn't want to say it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it but that shit took the fun out of Christmas. Fuck Christmas now because I don't get nothing. You know what I'm saying? But the look on my kids' faces when they get to open up their presents. And although it's very sweet, that shit don't mean nothing because it ain't tangible. So, um, yeah, man, I said it for all the parents out there. Forget Christmas because we don't get nothing in return. At least not nothing we want. You know what I'm saying? They be giving us them goofy sweaters and socks and stuff that we just really ain't going to use pretty much. Um, but yeah, outside of that, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a great time, man. Uh, we're going to see, you know what I'm saying? How it pans out and just a challenge to, um, just a challenge to the audience, man. At the end of these episodes, I personally want you to let us know which movies did you think were our favorites out of, um, these next eight episodes. So, um, you know what I'm saying? We're going to see how it pans out. Also, these are going to be the last eight episodes, man. Of the year. Yep. The last the eight year. episodes of the year, man. And and then and then that's going to make that first one that we do uh, in January that will be the... Uh, third year. Third year. Third year anniversary it's, of the of year, Viewers Anonymous podcast, man. man. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir, bud. Yeah, listen. We, we've, been, we've been doing a great job, man. Three years in. Um... It was a it was a weird start, you know what I'm saying? We we started, then we stopped, then we got back into it, and we started pushing after that, man. And, and we've been pushing ever since. So, and then turning around doing two pods a week. Mm-hmm. Whoo, bro! That's a hundred and four pods a year, bro. Yep, because we at uh, I think this one is a hundred and twenty six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's that's a hundred and four pods a year, man. So that's you know what I'm saying, that's dope. Um, but as always, man, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Um it's man, it's it's just it's been a ride, man. I can't wait to keep going. This is gonna be so fun. Um, but anyway, make sure you follow us on socials, uh on Instagram and Twitter at view anon pod. You can find us on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. You can find me on Twitter at Scoops Bronson. Um, also, you can check me out on Twitch streaming at uh, at the night time because that's the right time at twitch.tv slash Scoops Bronson. <laughs> you can just go to Twitch if you got it on your phone. Just uh, look up Scoops Bronson. You can find me. Um, also, man, like I said earlier in the show, if you want to know um, about NFTs or if you want to purchase the NFTs that I have, if you want to know the little bit that I know about cryptocurrency, if you guys got any questions or anything, I'm more than willing to help you guys find out because I'm actually doing my research and learning about it myself and I'm, I'm diving into it now. Um, it's looking like a bright future ahead for cryptocurrency and NFTs and all those type of things. So I'm trying to get into it as early as possible. Um, I'm a tad bit late, but you know what I'm saying? Better late than never. Yes, sir, man. Uh, for me, y'all can find me at s.foster8. That's on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on Instagram, 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Um, 
please go check out the new episode that I just dropped this week uh, on 28 Minutes or Less on all major platforms. I did it on a Chicago native, uh, Jeff Fort. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I put that out there in the world. Hope y'all enjoy that. Um, shit, that's that's really all I got, man. Just excited to continue this journey, man. Oh, and also, y'all be looking out. Y'all football fans be looking out for the 4 It's coming out this week. Facts, man. So, um, so with that being said, man, um, once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut.